Welcome to God is Open. I am your host, Christopher Fisher. Today on God is Open, we are going to be talking about this book, God in Motion, a critical exploration of the open theism debate by an anti-open theist, Manuel Schmid. And he talks about um, his problems he sees with open theism and his summaries of kind of the ideas, the thoughts, the debates, and even the history. Even, even yours truly, myself, I get mentioned in this book. Uh, he, he he takes great offense. He thinks that my my reading of the Bible, my hermeneutics is very simplistic, and so it's dismissed out of hand. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the history of open theism. Now, God in Motion here, it describes open theism as a recent phenomenon. I'll, I'll just kind of read this. As is clear, even from this brief historical review, open theism is a very much an evangelical phenomenon. More precisely, it belongs to the recent history of North American evangelicalism. To be sure, in the course of its development, the project of articulating an open view of God has found a range of advocates and critics beyond evangelical circles and has increasingly attracted interest across continental boundaries. Yet both open theism's creative center and debates it has provoked remain firmly rooted in U.S. evangelicalism. Now, I'm not going to dispute any of that, what he says, uh, that the, the spiritual center of open theism is in the United States. I'm, I'm not going to debate that. I'm not qualified to debate that. But I do want to take issue with uh, his historical recounting of, of where open theism started and began. He dismisses figures such as McCabe, Lorenzo McCabe, offhand. I remember, Lorenzo McCabe was an early open theist writer. He writes, other scholars and schools of thought occasionally cited as forerunners and predecessors of open theism, e.g. antique and contemporary critics of divine omniscience and immutability, such as Calcidius, Jules Lacour, and Lorenzo McCabe, or movements like Socinianism or Unitarianism cannot be verified as actual sources of inspiration. Such putative sources are clearly points of connection that have been established retrospectively by both supporters and opponents of open theism, either to discredit, as in the case of Socinianism, for example, or to strengthen the open view of God. So now turning to my spectrum map of open theism, in which I kind of uh, map out some figures and put uh, influences, let's, let's take a look at this and uh, see how he criticizes this. So on one side, you got philosophical, you got people like Charles Harsorn, Alfred Whitehead, and Richard Swinburne as philosophical uh, pre-runners, forerunners, precursors to open theism. And he wouldn't disagree there. He's, he's very big into talking about process theism as a big influence. It seems to be uh, one of his, it, one of those connections in his mind that he needs to be true to help him intellectually dismiss open theism. And so on the biblical side, you see there's people like Adam Clark, Golden Olson, L.D. McCabe, Bob Hill, and William Beterwolf. Now, Gordon Olson is not mentioned at all within this book. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll turn to the index of individuals and take a look. Roger. Nope, that's not uh, Gordon Olson, not mentioned whatsoever. Let's see if William Beterwolf is mentioned in this book. B-I-E, nope, we got uh, Bersack Robert, but no Beterwolf. Now, I mentioned Beterwolf because Beterwolf was an inspiration for Bob Hill, uh, a guaranteed inspiration for Bob Hill. And Bob Hill 
is inspiration for Bob Enyart and Denver Bible Church, huge branch of open theists that uh, you meet everywhere, argue online, had the biggest theological forum on the internet, Theology Online. And not even taking that into account, the entire Gordon Olson wing of open theism is also missed. It's, it's not being considered. And so within open theism, you have various historical currents that flow through. And uh, he's, he's just focusing on the ones where he has probably the most availability of information, which is the philosophical type influences. But even, even if that's the case, that uh, the philosophical side has a lot of this philosophical influences, it, he kind of misses a key connection between the two. So I posted on God is Open Facebook group. I, I was talking about this book and I wrote this. Reading the book God in Motion, a critical exploration of the open theism debate is very thorough, but is also very dismissive of entire branches of open theism, namely the Gordon Olson branch and the Bob Hill branch. Hill, I believe, was inspired by Beterwolf. Olson, if anyone has information, was inspired by McCabe, I believe. Winky Prattney and YWAM figure in somewhere. Jill Park responds, yes, McCabe inspired Olson. That's what I've heard from those who knew Gordon. And that, of course, is confirmed in his book, For Knowledge of God, which is in the file section on the God is Open page. And so there's a definite connection there. Going down to Tom Lucas show. He shows up anytime people are talking about historical open theism. What, what's the history of open theism? How did it develop? And he's a great source, which does not seem to be consulted in writing of this book, God in, in Motion, but he is a wealth of knowledge. He's the one who, who built that classic chart of open theist uh, pre-generators, uh, open theist uh, inspirations, open theists throughout history. He's the one who pointed out Lecur's existence um, that that's this individual. He's he's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, he, he's also the one who got he was responsible for W. Taylor Scott, whoever that guy is, getting kicked out of one of these open theism conferences because W. Scott was modifying all his work and then distributing it, and uh, it was a whole thing. But anyways, Tom Lucas show he, he chimes in and he writes this: It is not widely known that Clark Pinnock wrote a letter to Gordon Olson in 1975 on Regent College letterhead asking Gordon for copies of his papers on omniscience. Gordon sent Pinnock a copy of Sharing Your Faith, Manual, and Omniscience paper. Pinnock acknowledged in a letter in 1979 that he was influenced by Gordon's works and by 1979 did not hold to an unlimited omniscience myself. I have photocopies of the above-mentioned letters. As far as I'm aware, Pinnock never acknowledged Gordon's influence in any of his published works, if anyone knows otherwise, kindly, please kindly inform me. So Tom Lukashel is pointing out that Gordon Olson was a big inspiration on Clark Pinnock, who himself was a great inspiration on wider open theism. And Gordon Olson was inspired by McCabe. There's the line. There's the linkage. And so this goes back a lot farther than the 90s, all these influences. And remember, Back in McCabe's time, McCabe talks about active academics in Europe, that, that there's all sorts of open theist academics in Europe uh, that he mentions, he believes exists, he seems to have interacted with them. This is a European phenomenon that he is bringing to the States. 
So probably some more research needs to be done on who these European open theists were historically. Remember we, we, when we look at Calvin's work and he's complaining about all these open theists in his time too. And so open theism has been uh, throughout history, there's been movements of open theists. I've got old letters to the editor from old time papers where people are arguing basic open theist beliefs, trying to argue against classical omniscience. These people exist, they're out there, they, they have had influences, but McCabe definitely was an influence and Gordon Olson was definitely influenced as well. Here's a biographical page on Lorenzo Dell McCabe, 1817 to 1897. And so these books were written in the 1880s. So this is, you know, well over 100 years, maybe 150 years ago is when the, the original inspiration for the American open theist movement began. Lorenzo Dell McCabe was born in Marietta, Ohio, and died in Delaware, Ohio. He was orphaned at age seven. He was orphaned at age seven, and through his intellectual pursuits was able to uh, enter college and uh, become a professor. His books are available on Google Books for free, and also you could get William Beterwolf's book, How Can God Answer Prayer? And this is a 1906 book. And so these are the early American beginnings of open theism. I think we could definitely reject our friend uh, Manuel's assertion here that uh, McCabe had nothing to do with it. Uh, no mention of Gordon Olson and his uh, claims that it's very much philosophically based. And we could point to people like McCabe and Beterwolf. We could point to the more modern individuals such as Bob Hill, Bob Enyart, uh, rest in peace, and even Gordon Olson, people like Winky Prattney. People like Roy Elseth, who is a big inspiration for myself. These people never read process theism. We didn't read any whiteheads. Uh, I've, I've read a little bit of whitehead, like like when I mean a little bit, like 2% of his book. And so it's not very much process theism going in there. It's, it's all about the Bible. It's all biblical. There is an entire biblical wing of open theism spawning from biblical concerns. Anyways, that's all I wanted to talk about tonight. Questions or comments, put that down below or start a thread on the God is Open Facebook group. Thank you for listening.